As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, this is a really exciting week. This week, the Growing Your Team podcast turns three years old. It is so hard to believe that when I started this podcast in 2020, that uh, it would really go three years and beyond. It was something that I wanted to start, was excited to start, but I never knew what was going to become of it. There have been so many guests on this podcast. I look back and I was just like, wow, they wanted to be on my show. We've covered so many great topics. A lot of topics that we've covered more than once because they are so important. And I'm so excited that we're crossing this three-year mark and I cannot wait to continue sharing more information with you as we move forward, as we move into year four, five, and beyond. One thing that you might notice as we move into this year three, I might be changing up the format a little bit with the frequency of when we bring in guests. I love all my guests. I would continue talking to guests all the time and keep the format that we've had, but I travel a lot, so sometimes throughout the year, it's hard to schedule the guest episode interviews that are needed. So you might find times throughout the year that we don't go in the every other episode format, and that's a change that I'm making in year three to make it easier on myself and my team, that when there's a hard time and we can't get that interview recorded because of scheduling conflicts, that we have a little bit of flexibility. Because one of the things I learned is flexibility is important to have in business. We're going to continue to put out weekly episodes. We're going to make sure we have great content, but we just might not stick on that every other week schedule. So I think for right now, we're going to look at every third episode is going to be a guest episode. There might be times where we jump it back to every other when I have a bunch of those episodes recorded and I just want to get them out for you to hear because oh, there's so much goodness with all our guests. But then there might be times where you'll have a few episodes with just me in a row because it's what's easiest for my team to 
edit based on everything else that's going on and also what it's easiest for us to record based on travel schedules and everything else going on. All right. So that's kind of it for the announcements today. So let's jump into today's episode. This is a topic that I feel is super important and one that we don't talk enough about in small businesses. I know I've talked about it a few times on this podcast, so you're going to hear it again because once again, it's not talked about enough within small businesses. And that is giving employees raises. For the most part, with corporate companies, this is the time of year, January into February, where that discussion of annual raises comes into play. In a small businesses, because we don't have these big formal review processes, and I think there's pluses and minuses to not having those big formal review processes, we don't always go into the process of let's review everything and give employee raises. I know lots of businesses who goes years in between giving their employees even cost of living raises. And this is something I really want to challenge. We need to get into the habit of giving our employees raises to show that we value them, to show that we care for them, so that way we keep our team members. To say we're a small business so we don't do annual cost of living raises doesn't do anything to keep your team members. So we're gonna talk a little bit about just standard cost of living raises today, and we're also gonna talk about raises based on performance. So not necessarily raises based on promotion, but raises based on performance within a role. So first, let's talk about cost of living raises. These are a standard to say, okay, everyone across the company gets a 2% raise because we understand that with inflation, cost of living goes up. This is very common in a lot of corporate companies to give and something people look forward to or expect in corporate companies every year. But like I said, in a lot of small businesses, we don't do that because we really scrutinize every penny that comes in and goes out. The problem with this is for your employees, their living expenses still go up. And if you don't give them the raise, it's almost like they're making less money continuing to work for you because now their money doesn't go as far. So you really need to look at why are you not giving your employees cost of living raises? And a lot of the times it comes down to the fact that, well, we just don't have the money in our budget. And I think that excuse only goes so far because everything else we pay in our business most likely goes up every year. Think about it. Think of the the products that you really like. If you're a, whether that is software, whether that is you know hardware you're going out buying, tools you're going out and buying. If you're a product based business, materials, things like that. Some of those things go up every year. Sometimes our rent can go up every year. Our utilities bills can go up every year. And as a business owner, we say, okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm just gonna pay it because I have no choice. Maybe you'll shop around a little bit to see if you can find something comparable at a lower price. But for a lot of the things, we pay those increases because it's simply the cost of doing business. However, when we look at our employees and giving them a raise, we're like, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. We don't have the money. But if someone just said, maybe it's a vendor, maybe it's a contractor you're working with that says, hey, here are my new prices, you might not love it, but you go ahead and pay it. 
And we need to give our employees that same respect. We need to say, we value you. We respect you. We see that things are going up and we need to keep you. So just like your rent might go up every year, and sometimes you plan for that rent to go up every year, you should plan for your wages to go up every year. So if you're not considering giving your employees a cost of living raise this year, I highly ask you to reconsider. So let's switch subjects and talk about raises based on performance. This is where we're going to talk about two sides here. The first one, as a business owner, I ask you to recognize when your team members are going above and beyond in their job. And if you think back to the episode we had on quiet quitting and things like that, we talk about expectations and how really your employees only have to meet that expectation to be doing a good job. A team member that goes and quiet quits and says, I'm not going above and beyond, I'm just doing my job, is doing the job that they were hired for. It's doing the job that they're paid to do. But then you do have employees that go above and beyond. You have employees that say, I'm not going to just hit the mark. I'm going to exceed it. And as a business owner, you need to recognize what those team members are doing for your business and reward them for it. Whether it is in a raise or in a bonus, say thank you. Recognize that they are a top performer. They're not just doing what is needed in that role, that they're doing more. Because what happens if you don't recognize your employees for doing more? And this also ties back to what happens if you don't give your employees cost of living raises. They're going to go to that job, that competitor, that company down the street, that company in the next town over that is willing to pay their team members that little bit more, that does recognize them for their level of work and what they're actually contributing instead of staying with you, even if they love you. People don't work for the fun of it. They really work to earn a living. And sometimes those that little difference in salary or in hourly wages matter to people. So if you recognize that your employee is doing really well and you have the room in your budget, reward them for that good performance. But what about when employees ask for raises? What do you do then? When your employee puts you on the spot and says, hey, I think I deserve a raise. Now, I'm going to tell you the way I approach this. Lucky for me, I developed this method when I was working for corporate where the decision wasn't in my hands. So I would have to tell them, like, I'm not the final decision maker here, so we need to prepare our case. But this works really well, I find, in small businesses too when employees ask for raises because essentially it's, it's the same. When an employee asks for a raise outside of when they're being promoted or things like that, when their responsibilities are staying the same, I always say you have to have that employee state their case of why they deserve a raise. And so typically I would have my employees write up a little snippet of why they deserve a raise. And there were times in the past, especially when I was working in corporate, that I'd have to send it back to them and say, nope, this isn't going to work make these changes or remove this. It needs to focus on this instead and help them prepare their case so it could go in front of senior leadership and then HR. But even though I wasn't the decision maker and I would say we needed to state our case for senior leadership and for HR, I was still a step in that process. 
And I wasn't going to pass on information from my team member if I didn't think that team member was deserving of a raise. So I felt these things were really important. Some of the things that I looked for here was, what are they doing that's beyond the job that they were hired for? How have they elevated the role? So if they're only meeting expectations, do they really deserve a raise? Or are they exceeding expectations? Have they done things this this last year that are truly making an impact beyond what we envisioned when they were hired? If so, those are great things that they would include in their letter. A lot of times when I had to turn it back to them and say, no, sorry, I can't move this on. I can't approve this. I don't think you're deserving of moving to that next step about getting a raise or within my own business that you're not getting a raise right now is when they would bring in the personal. And I'd have to tell my team members that it's not the company's responsibility that you moved into a more expensive apartment. It's not the company's responsibility that you have these bills, that you deserve to be making more than the person next to you just because you have more bills to pay or higher bills to pay. And so I would tell my team members, you have to take the personal out of it. And that's what you tell your team members too. They have to take the personal out of it. Now, I will put one caveat to this. A lot of towns, a lot of cities, a lot of states all massive increases in inflation this last year. Housing went up by a lot. A lot of food prices and everything have gone up a lot. So there are some things where that personal could come into that conversation this year that, or within this last year that I would say normally is not the case. And that's that if you're truly paying an amount that means a person cannot live in the city where you're employing people. So that's the difference there to say, hey, the cheapest apartment is, let's say, $1,800 a month. Um, you know, the cheapest this, the cheapest that. And if you look at that and says, well, this employee realistically cannot afford to live here, then that's different than the employee deciding, well, instead of have, living in this apartment, that's a completely nice apartment in a safe part of town that has all the amenities that they would want, but instead they move to this one, that's a third as much just because, hey, it has three pools instead of two pools. That's that's not something that is, you as an employer have to give them that raise to cover that. But if they're literally saying, I cannot afford to live here, then that's when you really need to evaluate and say, okay. Yes, they're bringing personal stuff in, but that personal stuff deserves to be there because if an employee cannot afford to live in the area where you're trying to employ them, that's a problem. So anyway, when they ask for those raises, you want to make sure that that you are giving them the opportunity to prove their case. Why are they deserving as of a raise? Why... Or how are they impacting things different today than what you were hiring them to do? So for example, once I once had an employee who asked for a raise because she learned her job. And I told her, I was like, okay, well, what we are paying you is not a training salary. This is the salary for a full-time, fully trained position. So you're already being paid to do the job. Yes, we paid you this while you were training too, but learning your job does not signify time for a raise. So she didn't get a raise at that point in time. The same employee about a year later came back 
And I think it was around the time we were doing reviews, asked for a bigger raise than she was getting in her normal cost of living and everything else that went into that review raise. And she stated her case. And that time it was like, yeah, you know, you're right. You deserve to be making more. You're now a more elevated person on our team. And that person got the raise that they asked for. So when employees ask for raises, you have to look at, do they deserve the raise? And instead of you sitting there on your side and doing the hard work at everything, have your team members state their own case. It also helps them if they, because if they can't think of anything and then you come back and say, well, see, no, that you're not being the bad guy, that it really was that they're being paid appropriately for their job. So just think, think about that as you move forward into the season. Give your employees raises if you can to help deal with cost of living changes and then really evaluate your team members to see if anyone deserves performance raises because it's the best way to keep your team members, or I wouldn't say the best way. It's one of the ways to keep your team members motivated and on your team. Because it's this as the saying goes, the best way to get a raise is to go get a new job. So if you want to keep your team members, you need to make sure that you're competing with those other offers that they could potentially get and competing with them before they go out and get those other offers, not when all of a sudden they have that offer on the table and you're trying to counter that offer. Also, a lot of people will say, well, a company will refuse to pay me a certain amount. So they told me no for a raise, but then they're going to pay a new team member coming in that amount because they realize that that's the going rate. And you don't want to get into that. You don't want to say no to your, for your, to your current team member when it comes to money, but then turn around and give a new team member who doesn't have the institutional knowledge, doesn't have all that knowledge you can only learn on the job, so really, they're not as equipped in advance as the team member you're losing. All right, so I think that's it enough about enough today about raises and pay. So reward your employees appropriately for the job that they're doing for you. That is most important. Make sure your employees, especially if they're full-time employees, can afford to live in the place that you're expecting them to live so they can do the job that you're expecting to get done. Pay is important, it's why people work, so don't fall on this, but I'm a small business, so I can't give raises. Because if you can give a raise to the software company that just is sending you a higher invoice for their product, you can give a raise to your employees. Are you getting ready to hire and you wrote a job posting for your open position, but now you're left wondering, will it attract the right candidates? Hiring isn't as simple as telling people that you're hiring and having your perfect candidate show up ready to fill the role. Hiring just doesn't work that way, especially in the current market. The best candidates only apply to the positions that appear to be the right fit for them. If they don't find a connection between their job wants and your job posting, they'll skip over and go to the next opportunity. And in many cases, the reality is it's not the job isn't what they're looking for. It's not the job posting just didn't hit the mark. So is your job posting helping candidates see that your opening is right for them? Or is it turning candidates away for all the wrong reasons? Let's find out. I am currently offering Will Your Job Posting Attract the Right Candidates Audit. 
Through this audit, I will review your job posting and I will tell you what's working and what needs to change so you can attract your idea candidates. So if you want your job posting reviewed by an expert before it goes live, or if you have a job posting that just is not hitting the mark in the current market, sign up for an audit. Let's review it and make the changes needed so you can attract your perfect fit team member. Because remember, you can't hire a candidate who never applies for your job. And most candidates won't apply if they don't feel connected to the job posting. So let's make sure you have a job posting that will attract all the right candidates and help you make this hiring journey easier. Go to growingyourteam.com slash audit and sign up for your audit today. Once again, that's growingyourteam.com slash audit.